listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, I'm just going to rattle off a few pet names, and I'm betting you'll be able to quickly guess the name of our special guest. Are you ready? Okay, here we go. What comes to mind when you hear these names? Earl, Mooch, Ozzy's, Millie, Stinky Pudding, Guard Dog, Woofie. All right, raise those paws high in the air if you knew the name of our guest as soon as I said Earl and Mooch. I want you to all give pause and applause to the award-winning creator of the internationally beloved comic strip, Mutz. I'm talking about Patrick McDonald. Hey, welcome to the show, Patrick. Hi, Arden. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, pardon the pun, but you've uh, been quite a sketchy character for most of your adult life. And... (laughs) You know, for us pet fans, that's been a good thing. And I'm hoping that uh, you'll be talking a a little bit about a couple new books you have, a special tribute you did to one of the kings of comics, the late, great Charles Schultz. And we're going to do a lot of this and more. But, Patrick, we got to pay for the show. So I want you to please just sit and stay. And everybody, we'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones, actually. Sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. I'm Dana Humphrey, the founder of Whitegate PR. We have been specializing in PR and marketing in the pet industry for over 10 years. If you have a pet product or service you would like to promote, give us a call. We can help create awareness for your brand on TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, and blogs. Feel free to reach me directly at 619-414-9307 or learn more on our website at whitegatepr.com or follow us on Facebook. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is Patrick McDonald. He is the creative genius behind the awesome comic strip, Mutt's. Now, since 1994, he and his cast of comic characters, they've made us laugh, filled us with delight. But you know what? They've also made us think about how we can make this a better place for the two, three, and four-leggers on this planet. I salute you, Patrick. Oh, thank you. (laughs) And I don't salute very often, so that's pretty good. What do you think? I appreciate that. All right. Well, let's get going. I know you've done a lot. We do want to give a couple of your new books away. So let's not keep our listeners in suspense anymore. You know, when you're not putting it on the newspaper pages, you're putting it in the book covers. I'm talking about Bonk, A Mutt Treasury, and your other book, The Monster's Monster. 
So tell us first a little bit about The Monster's Monster. Well, The Monster Monster is my uh, eighth you know, uh, children's book, and um, it's about three little monsters who think they fight each other, who's the craziest, wildest monster, and they decide to settle the argument by making the biggest, baddest monster. But it <laughs> turns out not to be that much of a monster, and he kind of shows them uh, how beautiful life is. And they, at the end, we don't know if they're monsters anymore. <laughs> but it's a, it's, a, it's a fun little book, uh, you know, definitely a good Halloween book for sure, but it's oh, all yeah. year-round, too. Now, we're going to be able to give away an autographed copy of The Monster's Monster. Thank you. That was very generous of you, Patrick. I'm glad you now are on the air and you can't say no, right? (laughs) My pleasure. (laughs) All right. What we'll do is we'll work with your people and we'll get the name of the listener. The listener has to email Arden at fourleggedlife.com and say The Monster's Monster be the, let's say, 100th person to do that. And we'll get all that information to Patrick's folks, and they will dash off an autographed copy. I'll make sure if they have any pets, they should, Patrick, that they provide the name of their pets, too, so you can include that in the autograph. Is that all right? Oh, that'd be great. I'll I'll do a little drawing of the monster. Oh, nice. The monster, monster. (laughs) Okay. Now, I love this name. Bonk. I'm at Treasury. Now, this one's coming out soon in the month of October. Tell us about this other book. Bunk is uh, a treasury. You know, it's a collection of uh, all of last year's uh, Mutt's dailies and color Sunday pages. So it's got all the Earl and Mooch and the whole gang. And it's named Bonk after, uh, you know, another little uh, character in Mutt's, the two squirrels, Bip and Bop, who uh, kind of <laughs> bonk people on the heads with acorns. So we figured we'd give them a little. Uh, I've never had them on the cover before, so... Yeah. Well, I like the cartoon you have with them about reference to their acorns and being hoarders, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's this week's <laughs> this week's month. They're hoarding acorns and feel like they have to uh, break that habit. <laughs> well, that was very clever of you. So another one, let's say we'll make this uh, the another hundredth person email Arden at Four Legged Life. You have to say bonk. B-O-N-K, in honor of Bip and Bop, the squirrels from Patrick's comic strip, Mutts. And you will get your paws on Bonk. How's that? That's not bad, huh? <laughs> sure, and I'll draw a little Bip and Bop in that one, too. Oh, nice. Sweet, sweet. All right. Well, let's get going. I know there's a special man, Charles Schultz, that I grew up with. You grew up with. We were born the same year, Patrick. Just thought I'd mm. tell you. Um, but. You have an Irish name, and it was fitting that you were born on St. Patrick's Day. As you said earlier, how was that received by your father? <laughs> well, he was thrilled. Actually, he wanted to name me Patrick, but my mom didn't care for the name all that much. But uh, she made a deal with him. If I was born on St. Patrick's Day, I'd be Patrick. So <laughs> the way it turned out. <laughs> well, you could have been Homer. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I think Patrick's a nice, strong name. Talk a little bit about your connection with the late great Charles Schultz with the Peanuts character you actually knew him correct yeah I tell you the nicest thing about becoming a cartoonist is I got to uh, get to meet and become friends with my hero Charles Schultz I mean Peanuts is the reason I decided to be a cartoonist I think wow as far as as far back as I can remember you know um, you know I was reading Peanuts and drawing and thinking how great it would be to, to do cartoons one day and uh yeah, even when I when I draw much today, I try to think about giving back all the joy and comfort that Peanuts and other great cartoonists gave me as a kid. So, remember Snoopy and the dance, you know? You have a lot of characters. Charles Schultz had some, but I'm thinking you've got about three times as many characters in Mutts than he had in Peanuts. So, talk about some of your favorite Peanuts characters. Who was the one you liked the best? You know, I was really, uh, well, I mean, Snoopy, obviously, it's, I mean, I always wanted a dog. I always wanted to have my own Snoopy, and actually, uh, 
for whatever reason, my mom and dad, I guess they didn't trust me and my brothers and sister. <laughs> so we always just had cats, but I wanted a dog my whole life. And actually, my first dog was Earl, who inspired the comic strip. And uh, and with Earl, I was drawing, I was actually doing a what I thought was a generic drawing of a, a little white dog with a circle around his eye. Before I did much, I was a magazine illustrator, and I used to put right. this dog in all of my illustrations. And then an art director told me I was drawing a Jack Russell Terrier. And that was before Eddie and Fraser and Jack Russell's became popular. And I never heard mm-hmm. of that breed, and I looked it up in a book, and I said, wow, it's my cartoons. So uh, I actually got a Jack Russell, and name was Earl, and uh, the cartoon became a real dog, and then the real dog inspired the cartoon. So it's a nice full circle of uh, how Earl became a cartoon. And Earl should have been nicknamed Methuselah. This dog lived quite a long time, right? <laughs> yeah, Earl lived to uh, be 19 years old. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah. What were you uh, feeding that dog? He <laughs> <laughs> got a, he got treated like a gig. He was he was my best friend and uh, just a great great dog. And boy, I tell you, he really you know didn't you know have any ill health until like the last few months of his life. He was uh, an amazing dog. You know, I always like to joke when we get older, we just convert what we are in dog years. So you are right now <laughs> about ten years old. I just thought I'd share that with you. That makes oh, good. Plenty <laughs> All right. Well, with this, recently you did do a a tribute, and it seems like in your strip of mutts, there's times in the year that you do special salutes. But this one was for Charles Schultz, the Peanuts character. And I've got to share this because I'm quoting you, so make sure I'm not misquoting you, Patrick. But you have said in your book, The Comic Art of Patrick McDonald, that you said that Charles Schultz, quote, breathed life into his pen and ink creations. He gave the comic strip emotion and spirituality. He wrote and drew from his heart. His pen lines were filled with joy, a quality Schultz called warmth. I became lost in those lines. Peanuts gave me a sense of peace and wonder that inspired me to want to become a cartoonist. Man, I'm already reaching for the Kleenex. (laughs) And you said you could just draw? I think you can draw words. You're painting with words right now. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Well, he, he was a big inspiration to me. And uh, that's the magic of, you know, the magic of cartooning. Uh, I mean, Schultz had it. There's, you know, quite a few great, great cartoonists. But uh, it's just amazing how they so few lines, little pen and ink drawings, how alive they could be on the page. That always amazed me about cartoons. And it amazes me about my own cartoon. I mean, when I when these little characters pop up. And that's the most important thing to me is, uh, you know, that they have a certain spirit about them. So let's talk about the headliners, and we can do some of the supporting cast, but obviously we know Earl was is in honor of your own late great Jack Russell Terrier, Earl. But Earl's got, you know, there's Mooch. You've got your cat background coming in, so talk about their dynamic together. Well, you know, it's funny. When I first started the idea that I was going to do a comic strip, I knew this little dog, and he didn't have a name yet because <laughs> I didn't get my Earl yet. Right. But I, I knew this little dog I was drawing. I wanted him to be the, the star of the strip. Because, you know, in, in a comic strip, innocence is a really important factor for, like, the lead character. Because he always has to see the world new. And uh, nothing as innocent as a little dog. So I knew the dog was going to be a, the focal point. And uh, in sketching out ideas for the strip, I drew a little black cat. And I thought, oh, that'd be kind of funny if the cat lived next door to him. When I first started, I literally thought that it would be good for about a week's worth of jokes of him and a cat. Really? You know, 
Yeah, but just the way cats are, you know, which <laughs> kind of walked into this strip or walked into my life and took over. Like all the cats I've had in my life. <laughs> so and then all of a sudden, I, without without even thinking about it, it became a dog and cat strip. So, uh, but that yeah, that's that's funny. That's how comic strip kind of work when you do a, a daily art form. You know, it, there's not much planning. It's not like writing a novel where you kind of know what the ending is and where you're going. You, you sort of take it day by day. So uh, it's funny how uh, I didn't think it was going to be a talking cat strip, but it became a talking cat strip. So when you're doing this, I mean, you must have cocktail napkins with ideas. I mean, if you were <laughs> if you were a manly man, you'd have a man purse full of little ideas. Um, so where you know you you don't just live in a cave, but it it can be a lonely life, and it can also be overwhelming. It seems like if you're out in a, a public event, but you know it's just you, your pen, and the canvas, right? Yeah, you know, I, I used to talk to Charles Schultz about it. It's really like I, he we both agreed that we were monks in a formal life, <laughs> you know, writing the Bible. But um, yeah, you know, it's, it's a very quiet life. I have my dog and cat with me. The dog stays with me. I have a new dog. Is that, uh, is that Peanut? Uh, no, Amelie. Oh, spell this dog's name? Amelie, A-M-E-L-I-E. You just want to make it hard for me. What is this, <laughs> inspired by Vanna White or what? <laughs> no, Amelie. No, actually, there's a great French film called Amelie with the lead character. Um, it's just a great film. I liked it. And she was a really sweet character and uh this new Jack Russell's I'm a little on the crazy Jack Russell side. So I, thought a, <laughs> I thought a sweet name might calm her down a little bit, but it hasn't worked yet. How old is Amelie? Uh, four. Four. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? You were so kind to give away a couple of your books, Bonk and uh, The Monster's Monster. I've written 24 pet books and, you know, one day I'll get it right. But I think I'd like <laughs> to send you a copy of my book called The Dog Behavior Answer Book. Would you like that, Patrick? Do you think that yeah, would help you? I think Amelie and I would love that. <laughs> All right. So afterwards, we'll figure out how we get that. Let's shout your address and phone number over the air right now. <laughs> just kidding. Um, just kidding. You know, folks, we are speaking with the very talented Patrick McDonald, and he is the creator of Mutt's The Comic Strip. And he uses that as a great platform to get us to behave in a good way and bring out the best in our pets and help shelter animals. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. But we have to stop and take a break so we can pay for this show. So I want everyone to please sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet Hi, this is Jen Davis, the creator of Garfield, urging you to listen to the O-Behave Show with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. Oh, yeah? We'll see about that. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. 
The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I got to tell you, I'm really happy to have Patrick McDonald in the house. He is the creator of Mutts, and I'm probably popping the wax out of his ears right now, but he's a quiet gentleman who's putting up with me for this half hour. And we were talking about his characters, Earl and Mooch, but there's some two-legged characters, too. You've got to have a little uh, folly with the humans, right, Patrick? Yeah, well, you know, the, I mean, the, when I started this trip, I wanted to keep the uh, animal characters animal-like. I mean, I mean, obviously, they, they talk, but it was important that I showed them as animals and not just, you know, cartoons. You know, right. As a dog and a cat. And with that was, you know, their, their guardians. And I really wanted to show that special bond that everyone can relate to, you know, that we have with our dogs and cats and, um, or any of our, you know, pets, our companions. So, uh, yeah, so Ozzy is basically, I mean, all the, all the cartoons with Ozzy and Earl are pretty autobiographical. <laughs> well, you and say in here, he's the guy who feeds me, gives me treats, rubs my belly, and takes me for rides. My Ozzy. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, it's funny, people always ask me, well, you know, I never really show what Ozzy does for a living or show much about him. But <laughs> Is he a slacker? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I, I want to be some kind of Earl's point of view, and Earl doesn't, yeah. you know, they don't care what you do for a living, they just, you know, want, want you. So I, I, I've always kept that kind of mysterious, because to me, it's really from Earl's, from Earl's point of view. Okay, but Millie, what a sweetheart for her. Millie. Yeah, you know, and Frank and Millie are kind of loosely based on my mom and dad. As I said, we had cats growing up, and you know, my mom doted over all the cats, but my dad really couldn't care less to a certain extent. <laughs> so there's that <laughs> dynamic going on with Millie, you know, being over affectionate with Mooch and Frank, sort of just putting up with the cat. It is the cat. It's not even Mooch, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then but, on the same, but the same token, you know, Mooch calls him what's his name <laughs> so Mooch that's has, right has a, that's right Mooch, right back think, at you baby yeah <laughs> that's think, called catitude i think i, I wanted Mooch to ask you is noodles a little bit after Meemaw, your cat because didn't you wasn't this from the streets your cat Meemaw? yeah well you, you know actually noodles became for Meemaw, but noodles represents uh you know the, the feral cats and yeah about two three years ago uh we had a little feral cat hanging around our backyard and i started feeding them and uh, actually, I couldn't get them, so we actually built them a little heated house, and we had a little <laughs> cat house, and had it plugged in with a little heated wow. pad, and he, and he survived the winter. And then uh, last year, I, we we caught him and took him to the vet, and uh, now lives in uh, half. He's in the bottom half of our house. We haven't haven't really introduced him to uh, our other cat because he has uh, FIV. Okay. So, um, yeah, so we have him kind of separated, but. Um, yeah, it's great. I mean, it's amazing. This this cat was like totally feral. It took me a year to even get close to it. Wow. And now, yeah, now he sits on my lap. It's amazing. You know? Yeah, well, you know, I think patience is something that cats teach us. We yeah. have to do everything right now. We don't even pay attention. We don't live in the now or we're always worried or texting or whatever. I think maybe it's an advantage that dogs and cats don't have opposable thumbs. Can you imagine them with smartphones? <laughs> Maybe I can inspire you for an idea. Here you go. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think there's some advantages to not having thumbs. I agree with that. So the other things that you do, I mean, folks, I got to brag about Patrick McDonald a little bit. He does do great work with the Mutz comic strip, but he's also won two Genesis Awards from the Ark Trust. That's like the Academy Awards for the pet world. And it's not just one, it's two. He's received PETA's Humanitarian Award. 
Sierra Club Award. I think you're still on the Humane Society of the United States Board. Is that correct? Yeah, this is my uh, 12th year. Wow. And here's one with a drum roll. He actually was named Cartoonist of the Year, voted by your peers, right? The National Cartoonist Society. And is it called the Rubin? Yeah, the Rubin. That's like our big Oscar. Well, it sounds like a sandwich, man. I mean, does it does it smell like a little bit of uh, corned beef and ham? I mean, what what's? I'm sorry. It's actually named after a, a great cartoon. Rube, everyone probably knows his name, and Rube Goldberg. You know, when people say Rube oh, Goldberg yeah. device, yeah, that right. So it was, he designed the actual statue, and they named the statue after him. Does it look like a Reuben sandwich? <laughs> no, actually, it's a. I'm object. just playing with you. What's <laughs> not? Is it heavy? Yeah, it's really big and uh, fancy. As a matter of fact, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great-looking statue. It's really funny. And none of your critter crew has done anything like accidentally knocked it off a shelf or <laughs> you know, it's, it's two good. marks in it? It's too heavy for them to push off. <laughs> All right. You went to a place, and I was sniffing around your site, and I want everybody after the show to please go to his site. It's mutzcomics.com. And I want to talk a little bit about, you were introducing some more characters based on a recent trip you went to the Triple C Ranch in Edison, New Jersey. So you did a little week-long salute, didn't you, to some farm animals? Yeah, you know, every once in a while I try to uh, to remind people about farm animals. I think we're kind of uh, not connected anymore with that. It's so uh, I thought it'd be nice if Earl and Butch went to a farm sanctuary, and there's this great one uh, nearby, and... Um, I took, uh, spent some time with the animals, took some pictures, and it was just fun to actually uh, include. I think I did a goose and a <laughs> pig and a cow and uh, you know, dead, uh, goats. So yep. I did. Yeah. So it you got Lurky, Peanut, Shorty, and Dusty. Yeah. <laughs> I found out, man. So tell us about you know your impressions of the farm sanctuary as far as the the animals i mean what was something that really just twisted your head that you didn't realize well you know i just i mean farm sanctuaries they're really important i think um in doing the much comic strip I, I think i learned a lot more about empathy and compassion you know when i started this trip i wanted the animals to be like animals and uh the more I thought about how animals, you know, have it on this planet, you know, it's pretty tough for a lot of animals on this planet, especially with farm factories and things like that. So I, you know, slowly opened my eyes, and then I was asked to join the, the Humane Society of the United States Board and just, you know, learn more and more about how tough it is for some animals. And I just wanted to that, to, you know, for that to be part of the strip to to, um, to you know, discuss that every once in a while. I also do shelter stories twice a year where I talk about, you know, Earl Mooch have loving homes and loving guardians, but I thought it was important to remind people that there's plenty of uh, cats and dogs waiting at the shelter, local shelter for that same experience. So I do that twice a year. Oh, that's great. And that, you know, the guard dog, you've got some characters and you've been to shelters. I'm sure some of these characters from Mutz have been inspired by your visits to helping out shelter animals. Yeah, I'd say that the nicest thing about, you know, I get letters from people saying they were inspired to either volunteer at a shelter or, you know, actually go and get their new best friend. So that that always makes my day when I get a letter like that. All right. So I want people to go over to his website, mutzcomics.com, and you got this blog going, man. Um, you have time to be creative with your artistic talents, but the blog, what's your thoughts on blogs? Like them, <laughs> hate them, feel like it's a necessity? Tell me. Well, I, I think it is a necessity, but I have to tell you, I'm not, I'm, I don't even own a computer. I'm, <laughs> my, uh, 
my wife handles all that stuff and uh I do writing but uh it's not it's not my thing I'm you know I'm pretty much at the drawing table with a pen and ink <laughs> you know I'm a little old school when it comes to that That's all right we're giving a shout out to to Karen right Yeah yeah but we have okay. you know there's a much Facebook and there's a much <laughs> website and uh you know I'm involved right. with all I'm involved with all that but um yeah I'm pretty busy <laughs> So how long have you guys been together now uh, boy, believe it or not, 30 years. Oh, good job. Good job. Do you think a, a sense of humor and the love of pets is a, probably good recipes for keeping a marriage alive? <laughs> definitely a sense of humor. and definitely, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we, we share the same passions. Oh, that's good. Don't worry. I'm not getting you in the doghouse. You'd be nice to Karen. <laughs> so in your household, you have um, one dog and two cats. Is that right? Any other, other kinds of critters? No, it's, it's Amelie and the... Uh, my um and then Nemo is a cat who uh, boy I think she's like sixteen now and mm-hmm. then the, uh, the new feral cat uh, and even Nemo was a feral cat. My wife rescued Nemo from a parking garage. Wow! And, uh, and then uh, Udi is the name of the the feral cat. Udi? How do you spell that? Actually, it's not Udi. It's it's kind of a funny story. But you know, we were seeing this black cat in our backyard and started feeding it, and then about a week after we were you know, noticing this cat, there was uh, on telephone poles all over our neighborhood. There was a sign for a missing black cat named Naruti. So uh, we called that person, and uh, she came over a few times before she actually saw the cat. But then when she finally saw the cat, she said, "That's Naruti." So that that became his name, <laughs> Naruti. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, good name, good name. I'm glad it wasn't cat. You know, as as yeah. your character, you know, Frank would have said, "The cat, the cat." <laughs> Now, you have also helped out bees earlier this summer. Tell us a little bit about the honeybee and how you could use the Mutz comic strip to kind of help out honeybees in colonies. Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, it's really important. Like, we're losing a lot of bees. You know, we have such a, nature is such an incredible but fragile system. And, it, you know, uh, it's all connected and it's all important. And uh, right. you, know, you can definitely read more about that on our website. Some of the things you did, you I think you did something with... Uh, Whole Foods or something was that right? Yeah, no, I'm not. That's not ringing a bell. So okay, I'm, I, sure. I'm just making this up, Patrick. I'm just making it up as I go along. But anyway, you did. It's, pro- you did it's probably true, but I'm not. I'm not. It's not ringing a bell for me. <laughs> okay, all right. When you get an idea and you're not anywhere near your studio and you got this little funny chuckle in your head, what do you do to keep remembering that you have it so you can get it down once you get home? How do you do you it? Know, I, I usually carry a little sketchbook. Okay. Fit in my back pocket. I tell you, nowadays it's. I mean, I've been doing it long enough that um, you know, usually I, when it's time to come, I you know I have an idea. You know, when it's idea day, I, I literally just sit in my room really quiet. It's kind of a meditation, and uh, just I've learned over the years, it's really about getting out of the way and let, you know, trying to find that creative place and let the ideas kind of flow. And uh, boy, after doing it for eighteen years, I mean, <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's not easy, but I, but I usually, right. I usually, you know take a special time to just to write ideas. Now, do you have to do like a week's worth at a time or what's your kind of cadence for submitting to meet deadline? Yeah, it's funny. Over the years, I've had different ways of doing it, but for the last year or so, I've been, I actually do three weeks. I do like a bunch together. So I do three weeks worth of stuff and it usually takes me about seven, ten days. And then I take a little time off to catch up on, you know, the picture books I do and the charity work I do. And I'm also, uh, I'm actually writing a, a much movie, 
So um, oh. that's, been keep, that's been keeping me really busy. Mutt's movie? Move over yeah. Marmaduke and Marley. We got a Mutt's movie. Tell us a little bit about that. I'm doing it with uh, Fox Films. Uh, okay. With, yeah, the people that do the Ice Age movies, Blue Sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know it's very early in the uh, you know in the process, but um, I, I, was man- I managed to convince him for me to to get the shot at writing the script. So uh, right now I'm in the middle of writing the script. Well, we're gonna have to have you back on then when you're gonna have your uh, Reuben paired up with uh, Oscar. I mean, gosh, we knew so, you win. We knew you win, Patrick. <laughs> I think I did. I'm, I'm excited. I think it'll be uh, you know it'll have all it'll have the much flavor. Uh-huh. And spirit, and uh, you know, it's going to touch on animal issues just the way much does. So uh, I'm, I'm excited. So if it all, you know, if everything works out well, it's. Just, but you know, these movies take a couple of years to make, so it'll be a while. But um, it's, it's so it's going to be. Is it going to be animated then? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Kind of. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot of drawing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. That's okay. I'm patient. I'm patient. <laughs> I'll be well, back. You can, you know. Uh, you follow much comics, you know, as things progress, we'll be keeping, you know, making posts about where the movie's at. Okay. Well, we'll get you back on on that for sure. But congratulations, because that's great. You know, I want you to take that litter box at your house. I want you to flip it over and get on it. It's like your soapbox. If you could say something to us two-leggers to make us behave better, because our show is called Oh Behave, without <laughs> being lecturing, what's something you've learned about pets that maybe us two-leggers could do a better job of doing? You know, I think it's all about kindness. Empathy and kindness, you know, just uh, show kindness to uh, every living creature on the planet. You know, we're all uh, sharing this together and uh, just think empathy and compassion and kindness are the uh, the way to go. I think that would get a big pause up from Earl, won't you think? <laughs> and Earl, Earl's. <laughs> yeah. Hey, folks, we've been speaking with Patrick McDonald. He is the creator, the award-winning cartoonist of the year of Mutt's the comic strip. He's done many salutes for shelter animals, for the late, great Charles Schultz. You are actually doing what your heart is saying, and you do it with your pen and your and your writing words. And so I'm not going to get cushy on you, Patrick, but I really do admire what you're doing, and it, it comes through with every comic strip that you do. So that's quite a testament. I think Charles Schultz is upstairs going, nice job, Patrick. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks so much. And we're also, he's been very kind to say that he would do an autographed copy of his two latest books. The first one is called Bonk. It is a mutt treasury. And the second one is coming out. It's called The Monster's Monster. All these are coming out this fall or have been. You can go dash over to Amazon.com or MuttsComics.com and get more details. But if you're the 100th person to email Arden at Four-Legged Life with the word Bonk, and the hundredth person to email me with monsters, monster. I just like to say it like that, Patrick. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, I do. You will get your paws on a personalized copy of this book, and we will find out the names of all the folks in your family, the two, three, and four-leggers, <laughs> and Patrick will make sure he puts down dubiously all your names and treats you to a little drawing. Right? You yeah. pause on or right, Patrick? Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. My I got pleasure. Good, Patrick. Good, Patrick. Okay. Anything else you'd like to say before we we call it a day? But I've really, I'm so glad we got to have you on our show. And we're going to do what we can to get up to 1 million 
listeners, folks. We're up to about 800,000 now. And maybe with Patrick's following, we can punch that number over to a million. But uh, we really do want to make this place a better place for our dogs, cats, and other creatures, including the people. I know it's a political year, so I'm not red state, blue state. I like all. Anything you'd like to add before we bid adieu, Mr. McDonald? No, I think you said that very nice. We'll definitely do a story about it on the Mutz Comics, and we'll get you to that. Hopefully, we can help you get to that million. That's a great well, I appreciate that. And if you ever need any character inspirations, I've got a pair of dogs that surf for shelters. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're both 10 years old. I'll send you the email so you can you can check it out. And I have a cat that's the only cat in the Pet Tech Pet First Aid Program. You can do anything to Ziki. You can put her in a little mask. You can check her pulse. You can fake out a broken leg. You can do anything to this cat wow. as long as you give her low-sodium deli turkey. That's a, that's a special cat. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's pretty good. She's a pretty good instructor. So, hey, folks, at this time, I want to give a big pause up and a salute to Patrick McDonald, the creator of Mutt's Comics, and also to my producer, Mr. Mark Winter. He makes this show happen each and every week, and he is the genius behind the entire network of Pet Life Radio. There's a lot of great shows there, so dash over there to PetLifeRadio.com. And until next time, this is your Flea free host art and more delivering just two words to all you two three and four leggers out there oh behave coast to coast and around the world it's all behave with art and more find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in rin tin tinsel town from famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars you'll get great tail wagging pet tips and have a fur flying fun time all behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.